1: uh man we went to one and we were just running in and out asking for something and didn't have a mask on and you could just tell that it just the guy's soul was just crushed because i didn't have it on and amber even commented on it when we got out of the store and i was just like yeah i I couldn't spend more than (laughs) the two minutes that i just spent around people like that what uh what hardware store was it that was star
2: oh really Ah, fuck that place. (laughs) Yeah. You know, they're just overpriced, like we were saying yesterday, but I don't, I got harassed for the first time, I wouldn't say really harassed, but this was like a little little less than a week ago, went to a Walmart, walked inside, and the door greeter was like, excuse me, sir, uh, do you have your mask on you? And I looked at her and I said, nope. She goes, Well if I give you one, will you wear it? And I said, Nope. <laughs> and I just kept walking.
1: That's awesome.
2: The guy in front of me started laughing and he was like, I don't I wouldn't wear one either or something. Like but he had like a net gator on. I was like, What? Like he was like thought it was funny. Like he wanted to take his off, but at the same time I think he doesn't I don't know, he's afraid or, you know, doesn't want anybody to question him. You know how people are.
1: But Yeah. That's just, the thing that bothers me the most is, is <laughs> so much of it is it's just people don't want to be hassled, mm-hmm. you know, and and that's such a weak, a weak thing. Like everybody is so terrified of, oh my gosh, somebody's going to stop me for 30 seconds in front of the Walmart entrance. I would be so embarrassed. I'm just going to put my mask on. Like, oh yeah, yeah. If that tells you the threshold of what bothers people and it's, it's depressing and it's disgusting, quite frankly.
2: It really is. I mean, I think with, you know, K- Kansas being, besides like the, even Wichita, I mean, yeah, there's parts of Wichita that are pretty pretty blue, but Johnson County, Lawrence area, you know, that, that area is, is pretty blue, but the rest of, like, you know, the small suburb towns where you live, where I live, is is really red, and it's just like, you know, you got all these, it's funny, too, because you got these guys that are like, I'm, you know, freedom, and, and you know, they, yeah. got the, they got their don't tread on me mask, or their, their American flag mask, or their, you know, something along those lines on their mask, and it's like, Irony. <laughs> oh, it's so fucking ironic! I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Like, you're taking a stand there, guy, with your fucking printed mask, and <laughs> I'm like, just don't wear one. Yeah, you know, we know we all know it's bullshit anyway. And there's no fucking data to back up that wearing masks or, you know, lockdowns are helping. Right. Uh, just I, I was scrolling through uh, Instagram just I don't know like an hour or so ago, and uh, oh, some guy I follow, I think he lives in Texas. Uh, yeah, Texas, and it was I think believe it was Austin. Yeah, it was Austin. And from like December thirty first till July fourth, all restaurants are have to be closed from dine in food from like ten pm till six am. There, why? Like that? There's no data that oh it it stops at night. The spread stops at night. Like ten pm is the cutoff, and then six am, you know, it it starts again or whatever. Like this, that's there's no fucking reason for that. It's just simply because it's a power thing. And I don't mm-hmm. get where these and and that's really weird coming from Texas, although Austin's very liberal, so it kind of yeah. makes sense. I, it's just I don't I still don't understand. I don't, like this is fucking bananas. And, and the guy was pissed, and he's like, you know, everybody needs to say fuck it and just keep their restaurants open because this and that's the thing is everybody does it. Then what are they going to do? I mean, absolutely. And oh, they're, okay, they're going to fine everybody. Don't pay the fucking fine. What are they going to do? You know, I was thinking about this. uh, the other day, pretty heavily, and I think it was back in Wyoming. There was that ranch, that Bundy ranch. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And yep. you know those and guys, money. yeah. And you know those guys, they all stood up to the to the feds. And you know, like everyone's always afraid, like, oh, you have to do this because they'll come and arrest you and stuff. It's like, well, they can't arrest everybody. And you know, like those guys did a perfect example, and it wasn't. It was, you know, it was like, I think, like 50 people or something. But they, they were like, no, fuck you guys. We're going to stand our ground. And that's what needs to happen, like, on a mass scale across the country. Just say, no, fuck you guys. Mm-hmm. Because you can't come and arrest us. And they're, the government, okay, it's a title. They're people just like us. And, yeah, they got the military if you want to go down that route. But at the same time, is tons of people in the military are very red. They're not, yeah. there's, there's Democrats in the military. But the majority especially the the actual the soldiers the the guys that go do the fighting they're republican minded for the most part and you know if it ever comes down to you know some sort of civil war or whatever yeah i think in the beginning there's going to be a lot of confusion and stuff but people will start figuring out pretty quickly that no you know i'm not going to go do that and it just takes a few generals and you know, people higher up in the ranks to like, well, no, fuck you. I'm not going to have my soldiers follow those orders. And we're not going to do that. And then, then you have two different armies, but right. Anyway, back to what I was saying is just, I think people got to stand up and, but people just don't want to be hassled. Like you said about masks and that's something so fucking small. I just, absolutely. I don't know. So when I see that, I'm like, I don't know if enough people ever will be able to stand up and say, fuck you guys. I think there's a bunch of people out there that are very vocal about it. Problem is, they're vocal on liberal social media, so liberal social media, you know, uh, quiets them down so not everybody can, you know, see their shit and whatnot. And I don't know. Fucking worries me.
1: Well, social media is one thing too, because even the wife was you know, on Facebook, there's all kinds of people that are you know, the mask thing and and stuff like that but when you go out in town you don't really see that many you know most of the time we're like one of a few people that's kind of in there just doing their thing
2: oh yeah it's it's funny because you know we talked about virtue signaling a lot and you got people virtue signaling like crazy on social media you know where there's you know no effort put into it okay you posted a meme or you, you know you screenshotted an article and said something about it but like when it comes to actually acting and going out and actually not wearing a mask or you know right the walmart yeah. greeter asks you to put one on and because people don't like to be confrontational they just said okay i'll wear one you know and it's like i don't know like virtue signal way dude i guess doesn't gain you anything. right
1: yeah i'm i don't know I'm, I'm still curious to see what happens with the uh the vaccine. Cause I think that's the big one. Cause that's a step beyond a mask because mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, you can take the mask off and even if you wear it, you always have the option to take it off at any time. Right. Whereas the, the vaccine, you don't undo that one. And it's not really, it's not coming from a place of I'm not anti-vaccine. Like mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, I think if a Republican guy like Trump really wanted to push the vaccine, what he should have done is say, Man, capitalism is great, but when we get the government out of the way, you know, in six months we got a vaccine to this virus, you know, and, and that's a, a human record that should be a miracle of free markets, and it really is in a lot of ways. Yeah, and uh, but that's not the message, and so the vaccine has just kind of become this, you know, pseudo mark of the beast control type thing, and maybe it is, I don't know, but but i'm not anti-vaccine it's a it's a freedom thing because the kind of specter of you know they say it's not going to be mandatory but if your job won't let you work there unless you get it then it's pretty much mandatory you know you know what i mean or like i oh, yeah. can't go to school without it well it's mandatory so but they never use those words because they know those words turn people off so they kind of beat around the bush oh here it is you know
2: yeah yeah it'll yeah yeah it's funny because i have friends that are that are they're very anti the vaccine which i sure and and i'm not it's 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 like you said it's in the
1: toolkit it's another thing in the toolkit
2: yeah yeah absolutely and like you said it's a freedom thing for me you know because as much as you know we could talk about the scienceism thing and how people worship scientists now like science has has gained us a lot of things you know throughout the you know past hundred years um and, you know, there's there's a certain level of I will trust scientists, you know, because of what they have given us. But I'm not I'm not going to sit here and worship them. But at the same time, like it, it just comes down to a freedom thing. I mean, I'm sure that vaccine's going to be fine. Well, all of the vaccines are going to be fine. Um, and, you know, eventually I get I don't know if I get when I get older and if coronavirus is still a thing, you know, 20 years from now, OK, I'll get the vaccine, you know by then also we're going to know everything about the vaccine because it's been around forever. Um, right. You know, and, and if you're, if you're at an age where, you know, I don't know, it's, you are, you know, more susceptible to getting COVID and, and, you know, dying from it, then, Hey, why not? I mean, if I was 60 or 70 years old, I'd probably get the vaccine now. Cause I mean, at that point you also lived a pretty good life and, you know, there, and the side effects are, you know, I guess what we know now are still pretty, pretty minor and, and whatnot. I've, one thing that kind of kills me though is like the anti vaxxer people and the stuff they, they like, oh, these crazy side effects. And this this nurse, you know, she, she got it on, on camera, on TV or whatever, right, and then she yeah, fainted from yeah. it. It's like, well, the
1: guy who fainted.
2: Yeah, it's like, guys, come on. Like, you, it took like two minutes of like fucking research to find out that she just doesn't like pain and doesn't like needles. And that's not the first time. Now, in hindsight, yeah. I think the, PR people who are doing that probably should have picked somebody different, but that's on them,
1: you know? Well, and that's, that's what the people who, who really push things like mandatory vaccines prey on is mm-hmm. people like that because they make everybody else look bad because now, you know, you and I's freedom argument is less sexy because the bulk of people are arguing about, well, these side effects or this ingredient or autism, and mm-hmm. I, maybe vaccines do contribute to autism, but you can't prove that. No. And, and i wonder if some of the reason that they pick autism is because i chicken there's a <laughs> i could hear that over uh, here <laughs> can you really you just barely mean, a... he's, i'm in the barn and it's shut he must just be like right by the window or something it sounded kind of uh, like a siren almost but anyway <laughs> uh <laughs> that was a good one yeah <laughs> uh I lost my train of thought. Uh, so they prey on people like that that, uh-huh. that aren't making a good argument. And then the autism thing, you know, it's almost a wonder that they pick autism because autism is one of those ones that you can't prove what causes it because autism is really just kind of a catch-all word for a bunch of stuff we don't really understand. Uh huh. Yeah. And so it's like a perfect scapegoat. Yeah. And how do you how do you walk people away from that and say, hey, you need to stop making this argument and you need to just start making. Uh, the freedom argument, and even if you are concerned about autism and side effects and things like that, it's still a freedom issue because the mm-hmm. argument you should be making is that I own and control my children, not the state.
2: Yes, yes. Even
1: when it comes to schools, you don't you don't even need to get into the health and the studies and the side effects. That's dumb mm-hmm. because you're always just going to be arguing data. And the unfortunate truth is that. They control the data because they pick and choose what gets funded and they pick and choose what gets accepted because they are the academia machine, right? For better or for worse. That's why there's no good studies about, you know, vaccines and autism. And that's why there's only been one suit ever won against a vaccine company, right? And they have immunity Mm -hmm. for all this stuff. So, and government's never going to admit that government was wrong. Those things always just kind of have a way of disappearing into some history book. And then everybody assumes that government was wrong, but government never actually comes out and says that, you know, we got that wrong.
2: Well, sure. I mean, your King's, so, your king's never going to say he's wrong. So,
1: so yeah, it should, it should all be a freedom issue. And if they make the freedom argument, then that's much more palatable to, I think a lot of people. Cause I think one thing sure. with this vaccine thing that we're seeing is, you know, kind of historically the whole anti-vax, mom thing which is kind of the norm Mm -hmm. those are a lot of left-wing people man they're the ones who are usually on about stuff like that and this is a chance to sort of unify that with the people who look at it as a freedom issue because really it should be the same argument but Mm -hmm. we can't quite figure that out so here we are kind of morphing I, i don't even know what's going on it's kind of like in some ways the right is kind of becoming the left and the left is kind of becoming the right, but on, it, yeah. on kind of pick and choose issues. Right. It's not yeah. like across the board.
2: Yeah. It's strange. Like war, you know, it's mm-hmm. now people on the right are against it. And then people yeah. on the left oh, yeah. are just like, wait till Biden
1: war. goes back to Afghanistan and, yeah. you know, back to Iran and shit like that. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's such a strange thing. I, I always go back to the, the team argument, you know, if, just whatever your team's doing, you know, that's whatever flavor of the month at the time, you know, Right now, right. Team Team Democrat is, is pro-war <clears throat> because Biden and Harris are pro-war and stuff. And, you know, instead of thanking for yourself and, you know, saying, well, hold on, I've never agreed with war ever in the history of me being alive. But all of a sudden now I'm agreeing <laughs> with war because of these two people and their cabinet and whatnot. Like, hold on, you know, or even Republican wise, like I've always been pro-war and all of a sudden Trump says war is bad. So I'm just agreeing with him, which I mean, that's. Obviously, I'm not not pro war by any means and I think that everybody should sure. be anti-war. But it's just so funny to see, you know, I've had friends that are we've gotten actual arguments over why the United States I why I believe the United States should not be the world police and these friends are the exact opposite. They're like, "Well, no we we should yeah. be because we're the most powerful." Who fucking cares? Why are we wasting our money, our tax dollars, our people's lives to be the world police and You know, they're like, well, no, we need to, we need to. Now, all of a sudden, they're like, we shouldn't be the world police. And I'm like, this is what I've been saying for fucking years. But all of a sudden, now you're on board because Daddy Trump said so? Like, Jesus Christ, think for yourself. I mean, I'm glad you're finally changing your mind, but it's not because you're actually changing your mind.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. that's a struggle because on the one hand, it's almost like the opportunity should be you know, it's one of those be the bigger person moments. And you should be like, oh, cool, buddy. You're finally on my team. Good. Let's go. Let's take this and run with it. But yeah. it's really hard to do that because it's like, motherfucker, you like six weeks ago were complete other side of the fence. And we all know that you're not actually changing your mind. You're just, you know, repeating whatever the tagline is. And in six weeks when it changes, it'll be, you know, even uh-huh. like this stimulus thing. It's like, uh, oh, this. Well, yeah. it's still <laughs> capitalism and Trump is awesome because, you know, the two grand is because you know, free markets. And it's like, okay, you can just admit that this is basically Bernie Sanders territory. It is. But it's also fair to say that the same argument is that, yeah, the system is fucked. Mm -hmm. It favors these certain group of people and these certain types of people. Congress is fucked. And the idea of fiscal conservatism is Mm -hmm. fucked. So I don't know, like what's the story today that they voted for the 5,900 page bill that nobody read and they all voted yes on it, but then the one or two page bill for the $2,000 stimulus, they all voted no. And and so it's like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that doesn't make any fucking sense at all. Like the argument is always, oh, well, you know, fiscal conservatism. It's like, dude, that's out of the water. they've drawn Like a cool $7 trillion this year. Like if anybody's mm-hmm. worried about kind of traditional fiscal conservatism, this country is all we, we're already off the cliff and we're about halfway down to the water. And so, to me, the argument for the average person is just, "Hey, man, are you at least gonna get another four grand of credit card debt paid off? Are, are you gonna put four grand that you're gonna get in your savings account for a rainy day? You mm-hmm. know, or, or can you pay, pay off your car? You know what I mean? Like, no, oh, yeah. It's just, what are you gonna grab on the way down because you're going down. We're fucking going down and, hard, and that's where we're at now. And so." Absolutely. And so it's like, you might, you need to smash and grab as much as you can on the way down. Cause once you hit the bottom, it ain't going to be pretty. Nope. And that's where we're at. Yeah. In my opinion,
2: this, this bill just, you know, and I, I have two, I have two thoughts on it. Well, one, the $2,000, you know, I'm not, because I'm very, especially when it comes to money, I'd say, I'd say probably libertarian minded and, uh, you know, very fiscally conservative myself, but then I also have the thoughts of, you know, that, that is our tax dollars. And this could just be the libertarian side of me wanting to be a socialist. Not really, but... You know, like, making this argument, justifying it myself. But it's like, they took that money from us, so fuck yeah, I want it back. Um, But... Well,
1: Florida, I mean, they took it from you in the future, but even that argument, it kind of doesn't make a ton of sense to me because it's money that didn't exist previously, which again, it's money from the future, but it's basically inflating the currency and right. they control the keys to the printer so they can inflate at will. So sure, you know, they're going to do it. You don't have the ability to take those keys away without the whole world going to like Bitcoin or something like that. Mm-hmm. So so what do you do if they're going to print the money anyway? Would you rather it come your way, or would you rather it go their way? And and maybe this yeah. is a bad idea. I would agree that it in general is a bad idea, but yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, and so would you rather start paving the way for these stimulus bills that they're going to do probably once every five years from here on out go in the favor of the average Joe, in the favor of well, technically we got a bailout all these big companies so that people can continue to work. Well, I, excuse me, but that's bullshit. Like, yeah, fucking pay the people, the companies that fold should fold. Yeah. And then if people, people, it's the same argument that you have today, even without stimulus, the people that are responsible will have little or a lot less debt. If you have less debt situations like this, where things get closed or you lose your job, become much less of an issue. And everybody can weather storms like this a little better. So at the end of the day, are you more concerned about average Joe or are you more concerned about, you know, corporate entity? And like, Mm -hmm. I understand the argument both ways a little bit, but at the end of the day, even the guys running the corporate entity at some point are still average Joe. And so, yeah, I mean, those people don't just disappear and go away. They just don't. You know, like the whole idea of giving an executive a retention bonus so that they don't just take their money and run. Like, I mean, maybe that's a thing, but it's not, because people who make money want to keep making money. Like, Mm -hmm. the idea that, man, if I just had a million dollars, I would just disappear off the grid and leave forever. It doesn't happen, because nobody does that. No. So, no. I don't know. Well,
2: you know, I think our whole mentality about... Everything's fucked. I think we've had a... We people revolve their lives around debt now. You know, it's just go get a loan for it. People do not live within their means. I mean, the majority of people, Um, right? And you know, we've done this thing like where we loan, we loan, we loan, we loan. You know, uh, it's just crazy. I don't know. The whole, like I said, the whole thing's just completely fucked. I think we all just need to stop now. Just everybody stop and go to Bitcoin. And just, or, or go to some cryptocurrency yeah. and the government should have no involvement. And when I mean the government, right. I mean like the Federal Reserve, you know, it, I just, it won't happen. I mean.
1: No, because that's how they fund the machine is currency mm-hmm. manipulation. Yep. You know, they, they can, they control the the resource. So yep. what do you do from there? That's why they're still afraid of crypto. That's why, you know, Bitcoin is taxed the way that it is and everything because they're trying to de incentivize it because the reality is for the average Joe, you know, if somebody like, you know, PayPal, for example, that you use to buy shit all over the internet
0: mm-hmm.
1: now gives you an option to tick a box, to take it out of my Bitcoin account, yeah. right? And that's, you, you, you might never even have to own a dollar, right? If PayPal right. just does the, right. the shift back and forth for you. And I,
2: you know, to talk about that, I think it's kind of funny. People are like, oh, I don't know about that, you know, that, that digital, you know, <laughs> cryptocurrency and stuff. And they're kind of afraid of it, but it's like, well, it's just bartering. You know, We're just, instead of trading something, I don't know, physical or my labor or something for something, you are it's all trading. That's all yeah. we're doing when we spend regular do- U.S. dollars. It's just trading, and that's all bartering is. And it's like if we all just decide, you know what, screw this. We just want to start trading this instead of the U.S. dollar. The U.S. dollar becomes worthless at that point if everybody does it. And then crypto obviously will skyrocket, but, I mean, it could be done, but... Like you said, the government's going to want to de incentivize that because they have nothing. If you if we did that, they would be fucked, and they have nothing. They have no you know no stake in the game, and if they can get stake in the game, they'll start promoting crypto like crazy, and they'll you know if they can gain something right. from it, like they have if they can find a way to how to manipulate it, and you know. But I don't know, man. I I think we're going to have eventually. You know, I, you hear about those things on the internet, and it's like so and so has. Predicted the last, you know, um, uh, recession and blah 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 blah, and he predicts and he predicts in twenty twenty five that you know the blah 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 the you know economy is going to crash and yada yada. You know, hear hear about those guys that that do that, but I, I think eventually it's gonna something's going to hit hard and and it's going to be like another Great Depression style thing. It it
1: has to. Yeah, I. It I mean, seems like it's heading that way. Yeah. You know, and the big question is going to be how how Weimar Republic does it get which was the post World War 1 Germany like I don't think we're going to see that level of hyperinflation because they have little tricks now to to kind of hide it uh-huh. but it's going to be impossible to hide all of it even even yeah. if it, the reflection of the interest rate is is what it is right like if interest rates on loans and stuff go to crazy percentages like they were in kind of the early 80s after the 70s inflation run even that's a huge damper on on kind of the economy at the moment, because as you mentioned, like so much now is, is done purely on credit for most people, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's cars or houses or credit cards, that would be a big deal. Like if, you know, a car loan was 15% interest and not four. you know, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And I, we, we may well see that. Yeah. And then the other, the other joke is like, you know, the whole, so like, uh, so where you used to work and where I work, the, the, the cost of living raise that you get is based on the consumer price index.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I haven't done a ton of research on the consumer price index, and I am sure that there's some bullshit reason why it's accurate and trustworthy. And maybe in the course of the year, oh, sure, oh, sure. It's fine. But when you realize that the federal government has printed a brand new 40 cents for every pre-existing American dollar, Dude, my cost of living is not eight cents. It should be at minimum that new forty cents that exists for every dollar that's in existence, right? Because that's right. What inflation. Right. Is. Yeah, more currency exists, therefore the currency I have is worth less. Right. So mine needs to be adjusted accordingly. Yeah. And that's obviously not what happens. So you get kind of, and again, this this trends towards the Bernie Sanders thing. It really does. People hate to hear that. It doesn't mean that he's right about everything, but it's where. This kind of runaway train thing is, you know, if a box of cereal is now eight dollars instead of like three bucks, but my wage has only been thirty bucks and it's been that for the last ten years, I'm increasingly poorer, even though the amount of money that I make relative to, you know, McDonald's worker is is better, right? Like we're all increasingly poorer, Mm -hmm. even though I'm, you know, I just. I don't know. It's just frustrating because it's obvious that that's what's happening is, is that, you know, wages do not keep pace with inflation pretty much across the board. And so to anybody, it should just be clear that the average Joe just increasingly gets fucked by this. And especially for people on the right, like, you know, if you want to make an argument that this is all China related and the great reset and all this shit, well, man, here's one of them. This is, this is a great example of it right here because they're obliterating any semblance of the middle class that we used to know where you could still have upper class things once in a while like eventually it's going to get to where you're just all waiting on your stimulus check right and your wages haven't gone up you're going to have less vacation days and you're going to have more mandatory bullshit to do
2: yeah i mean that sounds an awful lot like a socialist style you know uh utopia pretty much You know, when the government allows you to have the money, you know, via a stimulus check, then you can go take some time off and go enjoy yourself. If not, keep working for pennies on the dollar. Um, Right. Yeah, I don't—you know, I I was thinking about—it's funny you brought that up, because I was thinking about this the other day. And, you know, the one thing that a lot of these socialist, millennial-type Antifa people, the one thing they, you know, they they always bitch about is millionaires and billionaires— And, you know, you hear Bernie Sanders say that all the time. And it's like, well, they're not wrong in the the sense that, you know, those people are getting bailouts from the government and they are going to stay rich while you, like you said, the middle class is going to be poorer and poorer and then pretty soon you have no middle class. They're not wrong with that. You know, I don't agree with them when it comes to like taxation things, but I also don't believe that, you know, we these corporations should be getting bailouts from the fucking government cuz that is socialism. I mean that is just a it's right-wing socialism is all that is. Right. Um, you know and well we got to do that so people can stay employed. Well, I don't know, give the fucking money to the people then if you're like you said in the beginning. If you're going to give the money out, give it to the fucking people so they can survive. Those millionaires? Yeah, right. they got shut down, guess what? They're going to be just fine. But it's like they got to keep their thumb over the people, you know, and if you just give Absolutely. people,
1: if you give people, like we because talked of about the, the business other day. and all the people that do business with the business, yeah, like I don't whether whether it's a job or or building a hotel, mm-hmm. you know, in the tourism, like I get all that, but if people have less bullshit to worry about, then all those other things are secondary because yeah. it's basic people that that make all the rest of that up. So, like that very first stimulus bill that did when all this started, it would have been. I could be getting this wrong, but I want to say it was like 68,000 per family of four that they could have given out.
2: That's fucking crazy.
1: I, I mean, like, uh, yeah, that, that that legitimately is a life-changing amount of money for the most people. I mean, that is, yeah, you know, it's probably not going to pay everybody's house off, but that's going to pay cars off. That's going to pay off all your credit card debt. That's going to pay off student loans. I mean, that's a huge chunk of money for most people. So oh, fuck yeah. If that gets you... Debt-free to the point of the only thing you pay on is your house. Assuming you don't live in a house that is way above your head. I mean, that's, that's freedom right there. Right. I mean, for most people, you're just, you, you now you can just keep your paycheck in your pocket. Yeah. And obviously yeah, responsibility yeah. and not being stupid with the money or being stupid after the fact would matter. But if there really is this dangerous virus, you've incentivized everybody to not be stupid. So, you know, what really matters is it, health and safety, or is it, you know, all this other stupid bullshit? And so far it's been all this other stupid bullshit, but you're supposed to just do health and safety because we said so.
2: Right. Listen to us because we have all the answers. We We have scientists on our side, you know, because they can't be bought and sold. But, you know, I think the most frustrating thing, and I've been doing a lot of thinking about it the last few days, is that this new Appropriations Act of 2021, which includes the coronavirus stimulus package, that's, I think that's like the official title of it, but yeah, th- they released that bill at 2.30 in the morning, and 5,559 pages, I believe, is how many pages it is, and they had to vote on it that day, so obviously no one had any time to read the bill, and 327 Republicans and Democrats and one independent voted yes to this bill. 80, <laughs> 85... Democrats and Republicans and one Libertarian voted no. And then 18 people didn't vote at all. So 320, sorry, 326 and then one independent. So 327 people total voted yes. Representatives voted yes on this thing that they didn't even read. And billions upon billions upon billions are going overseas. So now, I don't know, our grandchildren's grandchildren are still going to be paying it through tax dollars just this just this one off 2.3 trillion dollars i did the math I, I even i think i sent it to you guys but i'll read it out to right, the right like the 70
1: 70,000 years or yeah. something like that
2: yeah so like just like to put stuff into perspective for the listeners like 1 million seconds is 11 and a half days a bit so this is like if you spent a, do, a a dollar every second so 1 million seconds 11 and a half days 1 billion seconds is 11,574 days or 31.7 years 1 trillion seconds is 11,574,074 days or 31,709 years so this 2.3 trillion dollar stimulus package that just got approved and they want to make it higher because they want to give you know everybody $2,000 so it, it could go up, but 2.3 trillion seconds is seventy two thousand nine hundred and thirty years seventy two thousand fucking years if you spend a dollar every second. that's insane, right I mean, it's insane. It, and we just keep doing it. We just keep doing it like the I was just looking since 1950, the value of the dollar. Uh, what, what oh, sorry. shit. sorry. Oh my God. Yeah. So in nine, nine, a little over nine times. So basically, in 1950, one dollar now now is worth well, not worth. Sorry, it's less. But um, you what you could buy for a dollar back then is going to cost you nine dollars and twenty nine cents now to buy. Right. You know, like it, 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 that's insane. Over nine times. It's
1: it's yep. it's you know. Yeah, that's nuts. <sighs> Another one that I point at just to think about a product is. I always look back at so the the 1969 Pontiac GTO Judge, mm-hmm. right? It's one of the iconic muscle cars of the era.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, a brand new, fully loaded one in 1969 was, I think, right under thirty five hundred dollars. Oh, God, right? wow, thirty five hundred bucks. So today, the average price of a new car is about thirty thousand. Uh-huh. So, I mean, just think. Obviously, the new car today has all more tech and blah 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 fucking blah but we're not really comparing is this one technologically nicer. We're comparing the average means. So mm-hmm. if this muscle car was kind of your cream of the crop in 69 and your cream of the crop now is more than 10 times that price. yeah. I mean, that again, it's another illustration of how much your dollar has sunk in value.
2: Yeah. Well, just to kind of compare really actual numbers, like you said, 3,500 from a, you know, from every option you can get on that judge yep. And I would say because you know I have one, but the uh, you know the the Challenger I think is probably the the, the most modern ish muscle car, American sure. muscle car, and the one we recently bought is has every option you can think of, and it's not even I mean it's it's just the Scat Pack Challenger, so they even have the you know the Hellcat which is even more, but the Scat Pack which is every option as far as like you know interior shit, and still plenty of horsepower. Was over fifty. Well, that's the sticker price what you would pay for one. Sure. Um. But so thirty five hundred to over fifty. I mean, just kind of muscle car to muscle car. That's that's it's fucking unreal. But I don't know. We just hell. You can. Uh, I really want to get a three quarter ton or a one ton. You know, pickup diesel oh, so I can yeah. pull my boat and my 60, stuff around 70s. seventy thousand. Yep. And it's like yeah. Jesus Christ, but. You seven thousand for a truck back then was, that's astronomical. You know, I mean, I I I don't know, man.
1: I just so my brother in law actually got a dually one because he uh, construction business and two the dually one ton was actually cheaper than a three quarter ton, just because the demand. Oh wow. They, They don't they don't sling a lot of the duallys, but everybody wants a three quarter ton, right? Because the perception is just it's more than a half ton, but I don't really need a one ton. So, they get more of the one tons sitting. I mean, if that's the case, I'll I'll buy a fucking Dooley. I don't care.
2: (laughs) You know, (laughs) I just, I need something that can pull a 10,000 pound boat,
1: you know? Yeah, sure. And as big as it is, shit, Dooley might be what you want if you ever wanted to go anywhere a little further, you know? Right. But,
2: yeah, man, I don't know. I think things are just, well, like, you know, like we say, up the creek.
1: But, yeah, pretty much. I just can't. You know, and I, that's that's one of the shit things, too, is, you know, you're talking all this money and then, you know, I'm arguing for the 2000 stimulus and it's like, well, that makes it worse. And it's like, yeah, but the whole thing is bad. Like, like you're off mm. the cliff. Yeah, like you're, you're going. Yeah. And, and you're there. Right. And it's just you might as well grab some shit on the way out. It's like the target in your neighborhood is burning the fuck down. And I'm not advocating for robbing Target. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, your entire right. neighborhood is on fire. It's the end of the world. Are you going to grab that last bag of Cheetos from Target so you can at least be comfortable for another five minutes? Or are you just going to fucking be a miserable sure, sure. hell yeah. without Cheetos? Yeah. So I mean, you might as well grab the bag of Cheetos and call it a day.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and, and say I'm anti $2,000 at all because I'm not. I'm really anti this whole thing. I think that yeah. if you really, but the thing uh, is happening, so it's, it's going to happen. Be yeah, so somewhat
1: in your favor, or is it going to leave you in the dust?
2: Right, and two thousand dollars really isn't shit compared to what the rest of the world's getting, or what the corporations are getting. Um, so hey, yes, we should get it. Fucking make it two point five trillion. I don't give a shit anymore. Let it burn. You know, right. Uh, right. And that's kind of where I'm at on everything. Is I, I think that we need a a hard reset of everybody in Congress. Because when three hundred and twenty seven representatives and all four in the state that we live in voted yes to it. Um mm-hmm. I, I just honestly, it baffles me. It's just fucking it, it boggles my mind how that that's okay. You know, they don't even use these stimulus packages or these bills anymore for like if it if it was a if it was just a stimulus package for the common folk, it should have been and one of our friends said this one or two pages. That's all it should have been. We want to give this X amount of money to these people. Here's the stipulations on how right. they can receive it, blah, blah, blah. Should have been easy. And it's like, no, we're going to use this. And it's like a little sugar on top so we can please the peasants. You know, we want to give all this money to the rest of the world and to these big corporations. And we're going to sneak things in it. Like I sent that deal to our, our group, uh, the 180 day like. Now is a hundred countdown of the Pentagon and other various agencies have to release every bit of info they know on UFOs. They sprinkled that in there. They hit well. They they tucked it in there as part of the defense part of it. It's like, right. well, hold on, like that has nothing to do with fucking stimulus. This bill was never designed <laughs> right. to be a fucking stimulus bill. You sprinkled that on top to please the peasants to make them think like yeah. we're gonna give you a little bit of bread, you know, you common folk. That's the only reason why there's any money to people like us that's it yeah it's 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 it, that bill was never ever designed for us and 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 you know what people are like yay you know go democrats and go you know because you guys did this for us and it's like they didn't th- no they didn't there's these people aren't working for you like they should be they're working for the rest of the fucking world and they're working for these major fucking conglomerates and i i right. don't you know i heard a comedian say one time and it, it really makes a lot of sense. And he said, you know, you got to get involved in politics or politics are going to get involved in you. And, you know, I think people just, and we have our friends, love them to death, but they, I don't know, I pay a lot of attention to this shit and it really irritates me. I I don't know how people can't, like, want to get involved
1: oh, in this. Oh, I hate it. Because I, I, you know, I've been religion and politics guy for a long time. Uh-huh. And even gets into where all of the conspiracy guy. And yeah. the thing is with me is that, you know, they raise all these people in public education and polite society to, oh, don't discuss religion and politics. And it's like, so the two most philosophically important fucking things in human existence, you're not supposed to talk about. And so a lot of people just kind of push that off and it just becomes right <laughs> whatever the latest rap music is,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, whatever sports is doing, you know, just whatever mm-hmm. the latest Instagram trend is. And that's like it. And that always frustrates the shit out of me because those are some of the same people that realize, oh man, the whole world's going to hell. And it's like, well, yeah, because everybody's got yeah. their fucking head in the sand. And yeah. yeah, you know, we wonder why everybody goes along with this shit. And it's because everybody is groomed to go along with this shit. Like mm-hmm. they're told to not even think about this shit ever. Like that's what public education does to people. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what what do we expect anything else? And my thing at this point is just, you know, you mentioned kind of the hyperbole of let it all burn down. And to me, it's like, maybe we should start the fire. Right. Know. <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, and I think a lot of people feel that way. It's yeah. just, nobody wants to be the first one. Nobody wants to be the one. And, and there uh-huh. we go. Yeah.
2: Well, it's like the movie V for Fendetta a little bit, you know, you just got to do it. it yeah. Some, exactly. We need, we need a martyr. I don't know who it's going to be, but we need a martyr. I, I, I don't Pretty much, you know, I don't I don't even know. I've said it a bunch. Maybe this United States doesn't need to be the 50 great you know states anymore. We're not no, even united. It it's if, over. We're not united. I mean there's there's a handful of states that they you know they're nothing like the rest of the country yet they get to decide the fate of the country. And I just fuck it. I mean the worst case scenario we have less than 50 stars on the flag. I don't I don't know. I mean, it yep. doesn't have to be violent either. That's what everyone thinks, like, well that it didn't work for the you know, the 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 Civil War and yada 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 and you know, the Confederate States. It's like it doesn't have to be like that. It really doesn't. Just we all need to get together. Hey, cool, I wanna live like this. I wanna live this this life where I trust everything the government does and I don't really care what happens because I believe they're gonna do the right thing and the good thing. And I want them to, to to provide for me. So cool! You can have, yeah. You know, Washington, Oregon, California, New York, and I don't know the other few. And the ones that like care, like the ones that we 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 read about this shit, and we, you know, we we don't like our representatives, and they're not actually representing us. We I don't know. We sh- we should have something where the people actually rule it, like this, like it was intended. You know, I just, I, I don't know i'd get on a soapbox and talk about going out and voting and shit but people don't i don't know people they when they vote they just vote down whatever whatever's fucking red or whatever blue you know doesn't matter pretty much i mean ah, i don't know our forefathers did a lot of really good things they put a lot of good things in motion but there there's definitely a few things they forgot about like term limits yeah. and stuff and
1: you know i uh on the civil war note You know, everybody thinks about the first civil war because you have the moral out of slavery, Mm -hmm. which everybody would say is universally bad. So therefore, it's hard to question anything about the civil war, like whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, nowadays, you know, when the whole idea of civil war comes up, the argument is, well, it didn't go well last time. And it's like, okay, well, what's your moral grounds this time? That's a great. Yeah, that's great. You don't have one. Mm -hmm. Right. The argument is just I want less of this tax bullshit I want less of these bullshit congressional bills I want a non a federal government that doesn't make this mandate or that mandate and it's not anything to do with anything even remotely like you know slavery in the sense that another human is working for you inside your own house so what's your argument against a civil war other than just I don't want a war which is a fine argument but sure. we're not necessarily advocating for a guns blaze from the street thing. We're just saying, not at all. Okay. Maybe Texas and the Midwest and some of the South want to go their own way. Yeah. What's what's wrong with that? that, That's not even a thing. So yeah. Yeah. What's, what's the moral excuse for why the union has to stay together is your argument just, well, ha ha New York now gets to hit everybody over the top of the head with a club because, because, right. I mean, because you're starting to see what democracy really is. And when democracy really is, is mob rule. Sure. It's where, you know, five or six cities dictate to the rest of the country because they happen to have the most dense population Mm -hmm. and that's it. Yep. And politics is now no longer just uh, money that we spend on roads and schools. It's almost everything in your life, right? From, from the, the percentage of alcohol and beer that you're allowed to drink, how much you're allowed to sell the alcohol for, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like there is almost nothing that it hasn't touched. So, You know, yeah, it's a totally different ball game.
2: Maybe we just need to have everything run by AI. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe I guess.
1: I I you know the (laughs) the thing with the AI is that the AI would be linear and it would be rigid. In in, yeah, in right, so that it would be brutally fair. Yes. (laughs) And yeah, absolutely. And the thing is with the AI though is that I would, you know. Uh, we're basically getting onto religion there because to me, that would be okay. Well, that's God. That's a, a sure. near, concrete, defined set of beliefs that everything has to adhere to, and there is no in between. It's either you're on this side or you're on that side. Yeah. It's the same principle, mm-hmm. right? And <clears throat> we're, the further we get away from that, you know, the more problems we're going to have.
2: Yeah, actually, I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, not be, not being a religious guy, but I do believe in the I guess the law of Christianity. Well, it, it's you it's know?
1: something that stripping the religion from it, it's something that supersedes humans. Like it's above us, mm-hmm. but is around all of us. And we all have to play by those same rules if we want to have, you know, certain causes and effects. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, that's really what it is. And so when somebody says, you know, the AI, it's You're you're achieving the same thing. You you want some entity that is not human, that is above the humans and involves everybody, but makes you know X decision every time, regardless of who's the one, you know, arguing in court. Right. Do you think there's ever gonna be
2: a point where that happens? A few thousand years from now? You know?
1: Well, in my opinion, it's 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 I mean you mean like AI thing specifically? I mean, because I'm re- I'm religious, so in my yeah. worldview, it's well, yeah. I mean, eventually this comes to an end, and and he comes down and crushes all this stuff. But, does the AI ever going to run a country? No, yeah. because
2: Power. silicon
1: transistors are so. The latest Apple laptops with those uh, ARM processors; those are a five nanometer processor, mm-hmm. right? five nanometer. I mean, think about that. Yeah. You you are almost at the physical limit of how many transistors you can shove into a single die. Right. Mm -hmm. So silicon based transistors are almost as energy efficient as they will ever be. So the only thing you can do beyond that is stack more cores on top of each other. Well, there's a limit to how much of that you can do too, because you run into the heat issue the Mm -hmm. ability to cool so many cores, you know, once you reach a certain point becomes impossible. Right. So the theoretical limit to the silicon based transistor is already known. And we're probably looking at it within the next 10 to 20 years, I would say before silicon based transistors, which is all modern computers, anything digital Mm -hmm. is as efficient and as fast as it will ever possibly be. Now, the fastest one is still nowhere near even as efficient or capable as the human brain. Like, it, it's not even close. No, so I agree. The, uh, I forget the exact numbers, but if you looked at it under like an electron microscope, right, a transistor versus like connections in a human brain, like neurons, it's just, it's insane. You're talking like billions of human neurons to like, you know, a hundred transistor connections or something like that like it's not even in the same level so Mm -hmm. the idea that there's going to be an ai you know that can do things at sort of a human level forget about it it's just not going to happen like the only thing the computer is going to do for you maybe would be oh what's that episode of black mirror where the the chip chip kind of records a a video memory from their eyes, so to speak, so that they can rewatch what it is they saw. Stuff like that might be might be possible in like sci-fi, or maybe you can, uh, something like Neuralink. You know, you have notes on your iPhone. Maybe you can think about notes, and it records it for you based on thought, and then saves it to your iCloud so that your buddies can see stuff like that. Might be doable, but yeah. Have you been talking that whole time? You kind of cutting out, I couldn't tell. Her no, it was kind of choppy. No.
2: You, uh, you cut out a lot. Um, I was okay, cool. just <laughs> waiting for it to catch back up. But <laughs> uh, no, I, I think the last thing I heard you say we were talking about, uh, you know, if you like a neuralink type thing. Um, yeah. You know, silicon based though. I mean, I guess what comes next. You know, do 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 we as humans is that as far as we go um, for the technology we have, and then technology just kind of halts on, on, as far as that kind of technology. Or I, do we figure you know, like something dark ages do what
1: what would you say? It'd be like a new, a new dark ages, so to speak.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or do we, do we find something we're else to I mean,
1: kind of technology and we can't move on. And so we're kind of get a plateau for 400 years.
2: Yeah, definitely. Pa- I mean, possible, you know, and it may be just it. And then we figure something else out. I don't know. Maybe that's when the aliens do come Drop something off and say, "Hey, check this out," and we mess with that. I mean, I don't know. It happens in the movies, so <laughs>
1: yeah. why, why can't uh, Well, I? <laughs> the next one would be a uh, quantum computing, as far as computers go.
2: Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah,
1: and that's... but it's it's not really controllable at the moment, and they haven't found a way to scale it up or even make it all that predictable. So
2: right, I I've only read briefly about quantum computing, pretty I- interesting stuff, but I haven't really dived into it. It's kind of hard to understand. I mean, at least yeah. what, what part I read. The, be- the one basic thing I got out of it was, you know, computers nowadays, you know, you put a, you know, a, a series of problems in front of it and it, a it, hundred problems and it's going to solve problem one, then two, then three, then four, then five. And it has to go through them, you know, linear till it gets, you know, all the way to the end and then it gets whatever. Right, uh, But like quantum computing, you can put a hundred problems in front of it and, you know, and then it, it solves it like solves Does everything all at once. Yeah, all at once. Yeah. yeah. And then you can get yeah. your answer.
1: <clears throat> yes. So that's the big one is in theory, if, if the quantum computer ends up like they think, even things like the, you know, 256 bit bank grade encryption, mm-hmm. like it, it means nothing at that point because quantum computers like, oh, cool. It's been five milliseconds. Yeah, I broke that.
2: Right, yeah. So your, every that would be a
1: huge thing, but you know that has yet to be proven that it is a thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah, very. I don't know. It'd be, be interesting to, to see what comes of that. But So what do you think about the 180-day uh, thing
1: that was tied into that uh, bill? The I don't know where the 180 days came from. Yeah, I don't like either. That, that would be interesting. Like, is it because they know something and they want something to come out and they're just kind of pushing people to do it? Yeah, I and don't, then I What does... Go ahead.
2: Oh, no, I just... there's From what I could find, it doesn't seem like there's a ton about it. It's actually not in the bill itself. It's tied to part of the de- defense thing that's in that bill. And that's how it... I don't know how it all worked out, but...
1: Right, the NDA.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I don't know where the 180 days comes from, but it said... The things I read said that... You know, at the Pentagon and other spy agencies, and I laugh when I read spy agencies, like, what is this, a James Bond film? But, you know, I'm going to assume the NSA, CIA, all of our other agencies, FBI, anything they know about UFOs, they have to divulge in 180 days, which we know how that's going to go. If it's something super crazy secret that is going to change the way we have, you know, do life as we know it, then they're not going to release it you know but right we'll see we'll see what comes of it probably nothing it's gonna be smoke and mirrors i don't know
1: well the the issue i have with the ufo thing is that people assume there must be something and there doesn't have to be Hmm. like you know they did this once with project blue book and there are problems with project blue book which was a a a thing the air force put out to you know explain away all this ufo stuff And, and there's issues with that but it's not like the government has never done anything. One of the issues is I have the disclosure crowd is that, well, what if disclosure is no? and the answer is no, or the answer is we don't know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Like, it's not confirming that there's aliens. It's just, it's leaving you where you started. Right? Yeah. And then the other one is, why is, like, UFO crowd all of a sudden so apt to say, <clears throat> well, government said so? You know what I mean? Like, that was, like... Yeah, conspiracy group number one of like the government is against you and is your enemy and is covering stuff up. But now it's like, Oh man, we're just waiting on the government to let us know everything. You know what I mean? Like hundred percent. It's kind of yeah. a weird paradigm shift in yeah. my mind. Yeah.
2: I don't know, but it, that or it's, it's smoke and mirrors to keep us distracted from something else that's going on.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think there are, there is UFO stuff like the Navy Tic Tac stuff. I mean, all those mm-hmm. things happened in but, you know, the explanation might just be it was some experimental thing, you know, but people would never want that. They'll be, oh, well, it was this and that and the other. And Where'd they get the technology
2: for it? We're not that advanced yet. Right. We Well, we are a little bit. I mean, the government is definitely probably, you know, we've, we've known Well, the number two
1: is is you don't know exactly even what happened there. So you can't just say, well, one guy said it was crazy fast. Mm-hmm. Okay. One guy well, said that. One guy. Yeah. You know, one guy like. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. I I would still be in camp. The aliens are angels and demons. And so the things that they do don't have to make sense to us because they operate in a a different threshold of of existence, so Mm -hmm. to speak. And you're seeing that thrown around a lot, even with guys like Hal put off and whatnot that are wrapped up in the UFO world is that they're, it's, it's going to be less, you know, the aliens from planet Mars, and it's going to be more interdimensional aliens, right? And the things that we see are less machines about transversing our universe, and there are more things to cross from their realm to our realm. So it's a, a totally different set of physics, maybe, in a sense. And that would be what I think is, you know, because, again, I put it in the context of, Angels and demons, which don't have to be things that live on a planet, you know, in the nearest star or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: No, they're I, not bound by our laws. So,
2: right, right, yeah i've I've talked about that a lot with uh, just different friends of ours, and you know, read about it and stuff. And you know, it's a, it's. I think the realm thing is, I don't know. It's definitely, it's interesting.
1: Does make sense, you know? Well, multiverse. I mean, if you yeah. want to strip the religion away, multiverse. Yeah, that's all the rage now in, in physics and kind of one of the, I don't know, kind of a side rant here. You know, it's funny that physics and physicists people would say that because for science, invoking the multiverse is the ultimate kicking the can down the road. Because when you imply multiverse, you're implying that there are limits to your laws of physics and there are things that your physics does not explain, right? Oh, absolutely. Which is the role of science? Is to explain things within physics.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So when science invokes the multiverse, science is now invoking the metaphysical. It is saying, "I'm invoking forces that science is incapable of explaining." Therefore, I don't even have to explain them, which mm. is religion, right? Yeah, that's what religion. Yeah, is about. exactly. Yeah. So, so it's it's funny that they do that because it's the ultimate way of kicking the can down the road. Because now anything that science fails to explain, they can just pin on multiverse. Hmm which, again, religion religion has been doing for thousands of years, and science ridicules religion for, but now science is doing the exact same thing, but somehow their veneer is perceived as, you know, shinier than what came before, so. Yeah, Yeah,
2: that's, you know, that is something that is very interesting, how, you know, people don't want to believe in religion and stuff, and I guess me, myself, you know, to a certain extent, Um, but... (laughs) I guess when it comes to science, they anything that's said, they, you know, well, scientists said it. Scientists did this. Science has been wrong a lot <laughs> over the past, yeah. you know, 100 years, 50 years. 50 years yeah, they've been wrong a lot. Um it's like, yeah, it's it's you don't have to believe it. That the point of science is not for us to completely believe everything the scientist says just because somebody has a white lab coat and a, you know, a PhD really doesn't mean all that much because the point of science is to question science. You know, it's right when you quit questioning, that's not really science anymore. You just made it into a a dogma. Um, And that's really, I guess we kind of came full circle, but back to the virus and the vaccines and the masks. And it's like, people don't, well, scientists said it. So uh, just because a guy in a white lab coat said something, because we've, we've groomed ourselves and, you know, we've been indoctrinated since, you know, day one that believe these people no matter what right. it's like well there's not even data to back it up
1: so it's a cult it's, it, it is it's, it's, it really it's, really is it's read itself into a little yeah a little I, cult its own little pseudo religion yep
2: it really has and you know i i don't i love science i absolutely love science i find it very interesting i'm reading about shit all the time scientists gave us a lot of shit with technology and everything But I'm not going to sit here and worship everything these people have done. There's been a lot of good that has come from it. There's a lot of really smart people out there. But in my humble opinion, I think they quit being smart when they don't question me, you know, like Fauci. You know, I know all the answers. Don't question me. I have the paper and I, you know, I have the degree to prove it. I know everything. It's like, well, no, you know, you should be questioning yourself all of the time if you want to be a true scientist. But. Anywho. Yep. So I bought a Raspberry Pi today. Pie today. Oh, did you get it in the mail yet? Uh, no, you froze for did a second. Did you find
1: somewhere in town that sold them? So.
2: No, I just bought it off Amazon. Off it was through Canikit is a company that Sure. It's one of the main ones. I have been researching for about a week now, and I keep seeing Canikit. A lot of videos, people buying the kit because it's I figured at least with this one um cuz I'll probably end up getting another one if I if I like it which I think I will um it's uh it comes with the the board um comes with some heat sinks fans um the case obviously the charger the SDR, sd cards already loaded with uh noobs
1: have you have you done a lot of research into it yet or I've had several Raspberry Pis in the past. I, oh, I just have. haven't had one in a while, and I've been kind of wanting to get one anyway. And I was like, oh, that would be a cool little dedicated recording thing for me because I just use the USB mic and Audacity. Right. Uh, yeah, I've had several. So oh, Raspberry okay. Pi, the boards all come from the same company. Right. Uh, they're just cool because it's a little simple computer that's really, yeah. I mean, pretty powerful for what they are. I think now that you can get them with like eight gigs of RAM and stuff. That's in. that's what I bought. Uh, eight gig- I. On the Linux side of things, I have almost always used Ubuntu Mm -hmm. or Mint Ubuntu on the Raspberry Pi. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I've had a couple that I did the uh, RetroPie. If you ever do that, it's like a video game. It's all the gaming emulators. So anything up to like PlayStation, I think now maybe higher. I mean, heck, there's GameCube emulators. Maybe they're even more powerful enough to do that now. But now they're just neat. They even make one now that's the Raspberry Pi like built into a keyboard. So that the only thing yeah. you have to do is hook up a monitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're didn't... super neat. There's, there's all kinds of shit you can do with them. And oh my they, god! They usually come with the, the breadboard type thing too, where you can, you know, hook up all kinds of shit.
2: Yeah, I, I so, didn't know you had any. I thought you were.
1: No, this is no, your... I've had several oh, in the fuck. past. I, I've been I sending you all this Arduinos stuff. I've Arduinos <laughs> out here in the garage now that I've fiddled yeah. with, and you know, little servo shit. But
2: yeah, I heard. I mean, uh, I was like, I Raspberry was looking at the
1: computer. Uh, Arduino is just a uh, yeah microcontroller but
2: exactly um because i was looking into those too and but yeah i know i've never bought one i actually forgot about them uh i remember when they came out you know the raspberry pi zero you know the first one years ago right and
1: well, now they've got wi-fi and bluetooth oh and fuck yeah usb and plenty of ram and it's just an sd card right so it's solid state memory you can get super yeah. fast sd cards now that are all the way up to like 256 gig i think so
2: yeah uh and you can buy it, you know, you could do it like a solid state, you know, hard drive, connected to it. Um, yeah,
1: well, and, and if you're, so you're used to using Mac stuff, mm-hmm. so uh, something like a Linux system, usually, it's going to look familiar. It's, right. It's not going to be as crazy of a leap, you know, the way you, terminal is basically the same language and all that stuff, so. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's a, uh, I've, when you, when you mentioned that, I think it's probably like a week or two weeks ago now, and I was like, that's a really cool idea. So I, started looking and looking and looking and I don't need it, but I think it'd be fun to mess with. So yeah, I'm going to, like I said, I just bought this one as a kit because it just came with everything. Um, right. So I I should receive it in a few few days, but I figure out here in the studio, I have the TV, you know, that I used as a second monitor and whatnot. So I just hook it up to that. Um, you know, I'm going to connect it right to my, uh, my audio interface, and uh, that'll be my sound card, basically. I'll turn off the sound card that's built into it, and that'll be your in and out. Um, that's why I was messaging you. I didn't know you ha- you've you had them before, but if you get into it, I have this other... Um, you're more than welcome to play with it and borrow it. I don't ever use it. It's a, it's an audio interface. It's a 2i2, a Scarlett 2i2, and it, it has two inputs for, like, XLR mics slash... Um, your quarter-inch headphone guitar jack, you know, yeah, and then it has uh, two outputs on the back, so you could hook up like a I don't know a a, a microphone and a guitar or you know two mics or and hook up speakers because it'll it'll works as an input and an output. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited to, to get it. I I don't know. I've haven't done anything really computer wise like that in a very long time.
1: Yeah, if um, if, if, if you like geeking out, they're great. And then if you like kind of software side, uh, Linux is great because everything is open source. So you'll end up doing a lot of command line stuff in terminal. And most of it will just be copy and paste and stuff that you find online, but it's fun. Sure. Yeah. And then you'll eventually kind of break the software and have to go fix it. And that's, it's just fun to tinker with.
2: Yeah. And that's kind of what I figured it'd be just fun to mess with. And I was looking cause there's so many projects. Holy shit. There's so much stuff you can do with them. And uh, I was even looking so, <laughs> I I want to buy a new stereo for my truck, and I have been for a while now. Well, I was like, man, I could just, you know, maybe just build one, and it'd be a lot better than what anything you can buy from the store. (laughs) So, you know, Raspberry Pi, they have their own... I mean, you can buy monitors and touchscreens. They have one they just sell. You know, it's made by them. It's a seven-inch, you know, touch display. And you can buy little amplifiers that just connect right to them and all kinds of crap. And I was like, well, man, you could actually just... I mean... It's going to take a lot of research, but after I build this one, I'm probably going to look into trying to make something for my truck. I think the hardest part would be fabbing up any kind of brackets to actually hold it, you know, like a stereo. You know, stereo, they come with kits and they're all made for that kind of crap. I'm sure there's something out there. So the
1: last last one that I had, the last thing that I was into, and this was... So smart home stuff was a thing, but Apple didn't really have a lot of stuff yet. They they had HomeKit, but I don't even think there was a HomeKit app yet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, there was a it was called Homebridge, yeah, and it was like a little server you could set up on a Raspberry Pi, mm-hmm. and they had all these little you know plugins you could write into this this you know JSON file, yeah. uh, to run different devices that otherwise didn't work with Apple. Oh, and yeah. so I had this little Raspberry Pi under my TV that was just on 24/7, and I had you know a bunch of different light switches and off-brand stuff that doesn't work with Apple, but it made it work where you could say, "Hey Siri, do whatever you named it in that JSON file," and mm-hmm. it would you know work with Siri because the Homebridge software basically hosted all these accessories within Homebridge and gave them a different name, and then Homebridge worked with Apple. Oh, okay. so it was like a workaround, and I had that running for a long time. Then HomeKit finally, but but now there's there's so much HomeKit stuff. It was just easier just to get HomeKit stuff and yeah. Uh, I used the Raspberry Pi for a little bit for games and stuff, and then when I started going back to school, I didn't have time for it, so I just it just sat there, and I eventually sold it. And I've been wanting to get another one, but
2: yeah, I was looking into even maybe creating <laughs> you know can create little mini servers with them, you know. Um, yeah. Hook up a couple, yep. you know, external hard drives to it, and. Just a network server. It's like, well, that'd be kind of cool, too. I mean, yep.
1: a lot of people make them into security cameras, too, is a thing. They yeah. A nice webcam on it mounted it outside. And, yep. Yeah.
2: That I've so I got a drone. Also, my wife bought me one <laughs> for my birthday.
1: Yeah. I've kind of always wanted a
2: drone. I'd never like I think they're fun. We I've had a couple yeah, like absolutely. the small, small little cheap ones. And, you know, but this one's a, a decent one. And uh, it's still a beginner one, but it has a nice camera, you know, it's 2K, and it, it, it'll fly like half a mile away, and it has GPS, all that good stuff built into it. So then I was kind of looking into building a drone, and I was looking in kits and stuff like that. Well, then I started looking in the Raspberry Pi thing, and you mentioned it, and then lo and behold, you can come across, well, you can buy, you know, uh, little boards that connect to the Pi, and it has, you know, your, uh, uh, gy- has a gyro built in, has GPS built in, has um, your uh, barometer built in for your uh air pressure so you can you know find elevation you can do all that with raspberry Pi and, and another board and I was like well holy fuck you can even actually connect cameras to it to where right it'll see something in front and it won't hit that and I was like holy shit so I still am gonna build a drone and I'm gonna build a big one i don't know if, yeah it'd be fun yeah like I, I was looking at i mean you can get frames for like 50 bucks and they're you know 18 inches from prop to prop So, you know, can actually carry a a payload and you connect a Raspberry Pi to it. Well, you can buy batteries and stuff that'll power the Pi. And I was like, holy shit, Right? that's your brains. It's going to be a lot better than anything else. And I was like, you could.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it'd be fun just to do it too, right? Know how it all works. And absolutely. Yeah. It's going to be stuff like that. Because the only thing the big companies are doing is, you know, they've got the capacity to take what the Raspberry Pi is doing and shrink it onto individual microcontrollers. So they'll have, you know you know, a whole bunch of different little chips. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're running it all through one. So you're going to have more wires, but (laughs) I I don't
2: care. It'll be fun. It'll be big enough. It'll be, it'll be cool. I want to, I want to have something that, so I have a buddy who has a DJI Mavic two Mavic air two, I think is what it's called. And it's a very, very expensive drone. Very nice. You can go like five miles away with this thing. And, uh, you know, he can fly all over the place and it's, you know, go, he was a thousand feet in the air. We were down at the sand dunes once. He was, I think, he said he was a thousand feet in the air, and he was a little over a mile away. And it was at night, you know, just kind of just flying around, looking at the town and stuff, and it was really cool. And uh, I was like, I want to create that, but I want to build it, you know, instead of buying it and whatnot. But anywho, are the only one off enjoying your? You got another week, I
1: guess, a week, yeah. Uh, no, Monday, isn't it the fourth?
2: oh yeah so you got a little less than a week i guess still yeah
1: it goes by quick it sucks
2: yeah i got four days so i'm I don't ready hear to go it. back
1: <laughs> you say
2: you're ready to go back
1: yeah why no I'm not oh i'm not ready to go like, back Huh? i said only four more days it goes fast
2: oh yeah i get what you're saying i'm about.
1: ready for a, i'm ready for a longer traveling vacation again yeah
2: we're gonna do the um uh, like Destin thing, like we talked about the other day? Um, yeah. I was, I was talking to a guy at work, and he, actually, it's the union president, and, uh, he said, like, they were, right before all this, you know, fucking pandemic shit happened, they were looking to go to Destin in a place called Sand Destin Resort. I forget how many it, acres he said it was. It's a big-ass place, and basically, it's, like, all, it's kind of, how he explained it, it's, like, almost, it's, like, Airbnb, but like everybody lives on this resort like normal people but they Airbnb yeah. their, their shit out and i guess they have like restaurants and anyways but since it's all private property you you know you you can like drive around in a golf cart so when you get there there's no no vehicles like there's a parking lot you you check in you drop your vehicle off in like a monitor parking lot and then uh they give you a golf cart and you just drive that That's around cool. yeah i was like that so you can drink and just kind of booze cruise the entire time you're there so i was like man that sounds like a great time and since it's all The name Airbnb, sounds really
1: familiar. I'm sure we went by it, but there's yeah. definitely a lot of golf carts and razors and stuff driving along the, the main road that kind of goes along the beach down there. It's pretty common. And there's 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 several restaurants on the beach. And then uh Yeah, it's it's a good time. And then I think especially having uh, still a little kid, I think staying at a resort would be more fun because they'll probably have a a pool and maybe like a splash pad or something like that because sometimes the waves are you know too much for a little kid and gets old pretty quick so
2: oh yeah absolutely plus it's i don't know i feel like it's
1: more enclosed you know
2: i mean it's not but it is because you can i mean anybody can escape but
1: dude when when we went the uh first time we went we stayed on a uh in a hotel mm-hmm. and it, it was on public beach i think but it wasn't too bad but this last time we went we stayed in a a condo and the row of condos had like their own little private beach area. So there's a lot less people out there, but you could see where the border was where the public beach started mm-hmm. and it was just packed. So I you know, I don't know if it was just this year, people being rebellious, everybody was going to the beach, but
2: oh, I'm sure yeah, it it'd be nice
1: it. staying somewhere. That's not, not public.
2: Yeah. We'd actually, you know, this, this time
1: of year though, I wouldn't think would be as bad though, but never know.
2: Yeah. I don't know. This probably is the time of year to go. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I think everybody this year is different. Everybody's tired of all this bullshit, so there's it's probably fairly busy right now because it's well, Derek's oh, down there and it's decent it weather.
1: Is, it is red country down there. Oh, is it? It was a. Uh, oh yeah, there were flags everywhere. T- everybody was selling Trump T-shirts. I mean, it was thick. <laughs> all the boats. You know, oh, I haven't seen it like that anywhere else that we've been, not even in Oklahoma or anything. So, no shit. So.
2: Oklahoma's pretty red, too, so that's pretty wild. You know, yeah. it's funny because we've talked about it, you know, a bunch of times I we're not like diehard Trump supporters by any means. But at the same time, I think I, I would rather be around diehard Trump supporters than around diehard, you know, uh, Biden and Harris supporters. I just.
1: Oh, absolutely. Those people know so, the fuck out of me. Yeah.
2: Well, man. I don't know anything else you would like to talk about today?
1: No, I think that's good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 Have a good one. Yep. Bye.